It's time to talk travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. And Sally Lucas, you've been to some pretty good places in the world, and I'm so pleased you're going to share some of them with us. I am going to share some. And I was just thinking, I guess, over the holiday break and how fortunate I have been to be in the industry. I've been in number one, but also to have been able to visit so many different places in the world. But also there's just so many more out there that I, I still haven't visited because everyone says, oh, you must have been everywhere. But no, none of us have, have we? There's just so much world out there to see now these days compared to when I first started in the industry. But I was thinking about some of my favourite destinations and Antarctica has still got to be there as the most. And what brought it to mind, I was reading an article in the uh, weekend edition of the Sydney Morning Herald Traveller about a, a person who'd gone down there, a gentleman. It was his third visit and then he was saying like, you know, each time he said, even though it's the third trip, you know, he said it's number one, you've got to disconnect with here. You know, there's no phones, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. You really are switched off from the real world. And, you know, he's in, into the sort of settling into a rhythm of the ship, you know. And he calls it Petite, the Polar Pioneer, which is the one we went on. It's a petite ship, which I love that. It's actually the smallest cruise ship still sailing to Antarctica. It's only 71 metres and it takes a maximum of 60. I think we had 54 when we were on it. But just reading about it, and he said he it may or may not have been a Cold War Soviet spy ship, then in brackets he's got, it was, <laughs> that was converted to transport tourists. And it wasn't built as a dedicated cruise ship, but it's got some, as he says, lovable foibles, despite being its size, etc. The signage is in Russia and the dining room split into two, which is really unusual. And people get that way that they favour one side or the other. And everyone gets to know each other very quickly because it's, it's such an intimate atmosphere. And you do with the expedition staff as well. And when you leave, you not only fall in love with the vessel in Antarctica, you make some incredible contacts and friends. And I think even when we went with, out of the 54, we had something like, you know, a dozen nationalities. So it, it's a really potpourri. At, you know, you're just wandering the ship in your trackies or whatever you want. So there's no luxury. It's just absolutely unbelievable. You can go up on the bridge. You can see what's happening. You know, you get off on your zodiacs and explore. And he was saying one of the days there, I forget how many humpback whales came up alongside these zodiacs. There's a whole pot of them. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And you've got these options of snorkeling, kayaking, photography, climbing. So each of their particular departures, you know, you can do the polar plunge if you're so game. Um, But it is just one of those exceptionally special parts of the world. And even if you're not a religious person, it's, if you can use the word, it is spiritual. It's um, humbling. It's beautiful. The size of the icebergs, the colours, not one iceberg is the same shape or colour. The amount of wildlife you perceive, you know, and that will vary at different times of the year. Like if you go early like now, you'll see all the chicks from the penguins, you know, at other times of the year you won't. So they're all out. But yes, it's just one of those absolutely fabulous places. But there's so many, Jane, you know, that I've been to that I think I have been so fortunate to have been able to do. And we might talk about a few more in the next, which will include Africa, maybe a bit of Kimberley, maybe a bit of France. We'll see what we can fit in. Sally Lucas, some wonderful places I know you've been to. We're going to hear some more about some of them. Where are we starting next? We are. How about don't miss your chance to kiss a giraffe? Oh, Oh dear. <laughs>
And you literally can. Um, this was a, a really special moment. Scott still rates it at one of his most special moments. When we did our trip a few years ago to East Africa, which was fantastic, even though we did unfortunately get caught up in that airport fire and missed out on our Ugandan part of it to do the gorillas, which was just so disappointing. But that's life. These things happen. But the fact that we, what we saw was just amazing, the amount of wildlife we saw in Kenya, Tanzania and the Tarangira National Parks, the Ngorongoro Craters, Serengeti, you know, it, it's just the most special part of Africa. And the other thing we did was kissed a giraffe. <laughs> so you, what you could do, you could stay at Giraffe Manor, as it is called, and they have breakfast with you every morning. They poke their heads through the window to say hello, and you have these special pellets that you feed them. And their tongues are blue, really quite blue. Um, now, this is located on the outskirts of Nairobi in Kenya, and it's a, a sort of a very English manor-style hotel. It was built by English people across 140 acres, and it's home to eight Rothschild giraffes. So it actually harks back to the 1930s when European visitors first flocked to Africa to enjoy safaris and it's got the most beautiful gardens and terraces and courtyards and they've also got um they, they poke their head up we were staying upstairs and they of course you know how tall giraffes are yes. so when you open the bed the, the giraffe with its head <laughs> over our balcony thinking well haven't you got some food for me they Just are the most some bending yeah well i mean i went because i love elephants and i love lions and all the cat family but i mean i really fell in love with the giraffes and they're just so elegant and there's also a jo- adjacent to that there's like a nursery where there you have rescued giraffes and so on and you can go and learn about giraffes and so on so it, it really is if you're thinking of going to africa and you, you're going there you can stay they've all got names after various different giraffes the first one they had was daisy and we actually stayed in daisy's room so it was quite lovely and it's just absolutely magnificent it includes all your meals and everything in it just buy your drinks it's very, very English, and it was started by an English couple. And they were just sort of eventually, someone wanted them to sort of rescue one animal, and it grew from that. But, yeah, it's just really a really, really special place to go. And a few of my other specials, of course, are the Kimberley. You've heard me rave lyrical about that, and or wax lyrical, should I say. But, again, you're, you're accessing so much of that Kimberley coastline that you cannot get to by any other means. You can fly over it, of course, but when you're on a vessel that can nudge in and take you ashore on your zodiacs and see this wonderful indigenous art and, you know, this beautiful, beautiful scenery, go up rivers, the waterfalls. And I would still say if you're going to do that, my preference is to do it just after the wet when, of course, you've got the really high tides, lots of water, the waterfalls are brimming and you're seeing thunderous waterfalls, which you won't see in the dry season, of course. And the other special place, of course, is to do that barge cruise in France. That, again, was something very, very special. And I had a group of people did it last year and they still can't get over how how fantastic it was and the service they got, the quality of the food, the local produce, being able to go to the markets, ride a pushy or walk along the canals and so on. All very special things that you can do. And you can do those canal barges on several different in several different areas. In you France, can, of France, and not just France, of course. You can do it in England. You can do them in Holland. Um, you can self-skipper if you want to go on a, rather than a barge, which, of course, is um, crude. You can do your own if you want to hire a, crude, a vessel. meaning with a crew. Yes, sorry. <laughs> not C-A-U-D-E. Of course not. No, with a lovely bunch of people who are your crew and who look after you and spoil you rotten. But it, it is... Is, again, something very special to do, and it would be wonderful to do like a little eight-day barge trip at the end, say you've been doing a lot of touring, wonderful way to relax and unwind before you come home. 
And a lovely part of the world. Thank you for sharing some of those special places with us, Sally. We're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas, it is time to look at the hot deals in the current travel marketplace. What have you got for us? Okay, just before we do the hot deals, I'd just like to throw this out here for ladies who are into a little bit of adventure um, because uh, World Expeditions have got some ladies or women-only tours now for those who do like adventure. And I love what they say in this little quote, don't let your age... Age, size, fitness level or skill stop you from discovering the power of travel. Ignite your heart of adventure and travel, play, live. So they've got some wonderful women's trips doing the Larapinta Trail, of course, in the Northern Territory, Patagonia, Canada, Iceland, Peru, Nepal, etc. So just keep those in mind if you're interested in going on some women's only adventure tours. Um, Lord Howe, I forgot to mention that in my special places. That's another oh, one. you ran out of time. I did. <laughs> I always run out of time, though, Jane. You know that. This is a seven-night package with Qantas Link. Um, you get 14 kilos of checked luggage because, remember, it is only a smaller aircraft. You're not travelling in a jet aircraft. Seven nights accommodation at Somerset Apartments in a standard one-bedroom apartment. Now, that's giving you 30% off, which is a saving of up to $430. And the travel dates are between 1 and 31 August. There are a few little blackout dates in that but just check um, and you're getting of course an Ian Hutton lecture he's a famous local he talks about all things to do with the island and the beautiful you know fauna flora bird life etc and they also they will provide you with evening restaurant transfers if you want to go out and eat because Somerset's self-contained so that starts from just under $1,400 all up for your seven-night package. This, I thought, was a lovely holiday. They've designed it for a family holiday, which Intrepid do a lot of holidays specifically for families, but it could be your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews. It wouldn't really matter. But this is a 12-day Thailand family holiday, which gives you 11 breakfasts, a lunch and a dinner. And it's going to Oahin, uh, Bangkok, Ayutthaya, Kanchanaburi, where you uh, go on an overnight train as well up to Chiang Mai, as well as seeing around Hellfire Pass all around there. You've got a village homestay in there as well. And in Chiang Mai, they actually take you, it's, as they say, both fun and educational. You, one minute you're bathing elephants rescued from the wild at their sanctuary there, and the next thing you're work, walking through the sacred foothills of Changdao, learning about natural medicines and wild foods. So it's really taking you out in to Thailand, even though you've got a little bit of time in Bangkok. Now, this is valid for new bookings only, and it's valid for 2018 and 2019. Um, so, minimum age for children on this trip is five years old, um, and there must be at least one child under 18 with you. And that starts, now that's land only, you put your best airfare with this, and that's just under 1650 per person for the 12 days. A lot of inclusions in it, though. It's a wonderful itinerary. Um, if cruising is your cup of tea, then this Mediterranean wonders is a cruise that is valid till the 30th of March to purchase. It starts from a touch under 2700 per person on the 30th of June, two nights pre-cruise accommodation in Barcelona, which is lovely. Then you do a seven-night crew down to Ibiza, Palma de Mallorca, on to uh, Bonifacio in um, Corsica, and then you go up to Livorno and uh, eventually finish up down in Civitavecchia um, for Rome. And then you also get two nights 
post accommodation in Rome on that as well. Staying closer to home, Captain Cook Fiji cruises have got a deal at the moment, seven nights for the cost of four. And that's valid on sale until the 31st of March. So that's pretty good value for money. You're getting three free nights. So keep that one in mind. And just a reminder that European River Cruising pre-release offers are all up for grabs for next year with um, like Travel Marble, Evergreen, Scenic, etc. They all have incredible discounts. You're really travelling it at 2018 prices so long as you commit with a deposit. Um, there's various cut-off dates. Some of them are April, some are May. But if you're wanting to do that next year, it's wise to get in early because there are huge savings, including fly-free as well. Mm, wow. So That's there we go. Fantastic specials. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll be talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.